we're live. We're in. We'll cut all this stuff out. That's all right. This is really happening. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. We. It's been five months since we've done an episode. Are you sure it's been five months? That's what my computer says. And we're back. It's Which not for time. Is this? this is the old school iMac from so like. That's your real computer. That's the, the 2011. Really <laughs> um, we're talking about uh, some different stuff going on in the community now. Ryan, you came to me with an idea. We wanted to kind of add a dimension to this, this yeah. podcast. Well, I, I, first off, I want to thank you for actually admitting that I came to the to the table with an idea. I know how you like to. Uh, so here's the thing: I you had an idea, a nugget, and I milked it into what it is now. Okay? <laughs> you milked it. That just sounds weird. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the, the idea I wanted to come with and, and get going within the community, because this is truly a community podcast, is to start talking to the members and having more of a story of what they're about, and not just you know our thoughts on either day-to-day life or CrossFit or the whole nine yards. So who better to talk to than Miss Kelly... See, I knew it. I had my first question just right off the bat. Let's get it out of the way right fix now. It, fix it for us. Help us How out. the hell do we say your last name? It's just nothing fancy. It's just Egner. Egner. Okay. So it's not Ignore? Nope. Egnor? Nope. Egner. Just Egner. All right. E-E-R? No. no. All right. So Kelly Egnor is how we say it. All right. Kelly, welcome. Hello, gentlemen. Are yeah. you nervous? I am a little nervous. Don't be nervous. Why are you nervous? I mean, I don't know why. But we kind of touched on what we'll be talking about. We did. You prepared your your answers and everything, right? I did. Make it sound as natural as possible. Did we you get her all my questions too? Uh, no, you're no, see, that's where uh, yes. I'm worried, Cameron. His questions are the easy ones. No, yeah. mine are the hard ones. What's your name? What's your name? <laughs> no, so my first question is very simple. Name, explain the last name for us so we can actually say it right. Um, age, if you want to give it, and occupation. Okay, well, I am proudly 41 years old. As of just a few weeks ago. Congratulations. Um, and my occupation. Um, well, my resume is a little complicated. I'm mostly the master of the chaos master of the at the chaos. Like household. So the MOC. <laughs> I, I think that's the very mock. true because I've heard Eugene like I've seen Eugene in a frenzy running to the Mighty Meals fridge to grab the meals that you reminded him to get every single time he's here. Don't forget the Mighty Meals. Yes, yes. <laughs> so obviously we're talking about Eugene. Who's yeah. Eugene? Uh, Eugene is my husband of almost 15 years. Congratulations awesome. on that. Cool. Nice. Cool. When did you guys get married? Uh, May of 2005. So we're coming up on our 15. That's awesome. Big plans for the 15-year anniversary? Yeah, I think so. I think we're going to do a couple of days in Europe. I think we're looking at France, maybe doing some wine country. and That's cool. Paris. Eugene has not traveled much in Europe, so it's kind of fun. Just That's the two awesome. or are you going in group? Just the two. Nice. Very cool. Nice. Very cool. All right, Cameron. Well, you know, apparently my questions are too easy. No, you know. Yours are too hard. I still have a few simple questions. Yeah, let's get the simple stuff going. Yeah. Kids. Names, ages. <laughs> All right, I have three kids, 11, 10, and 8. Um, Ethan is my oldest, then Benjamin, and then Delaney. So two boys and a girl. That's second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well. I know that second one, is, one well. Uh, it depends yes. on the day, I think, sometimes. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, so the third one's the one that stopped the... Uh, the babies from coming. Yeah, yeah. She, she's the one that pushed me over. Like the edge. done. That's she it. Knows, like, yes. No more. <laughs> she wants to know why she doesn't. Have, why she can't be a big sister. I like it. Well, hey. So just so we all understand, the goal is to have a conversation with different members throughout, um, out the coming upcoming months, and it doesn't necessarily have to be about CrossFit. Yes, we'll have some CrossFit questions, 
but we really want you to just tell us about yourself so people can get to know you better and the whole nine yards. So unfortunately, I'm going to contradict myself pretty quickly and say, how did you find CrossFit PR Star? And if you were at a barbecue, a bar, dinner, wherever, how would you explain what CrossFit PR Star is? Okay, so um, I found CrossFit um, at a, I would say a pivotal point in my life where I was looking to make some big changes. Um, my family had experienced some loss and had spent months um, kind of working through that. And so when we came out on the other side, we were all looking to get back to ourselves, you know, and um, heal from our situation. So I um, made friends with Coach here um, through my kids' athletic events. And um, she was like, you should come to CrossFit with me. And I will say I rolled my eyes many times before. How many times did you roll? <laughs> I mean, um, every on a day-to-day, time day, when I talk to you, you roll at least seven, so are we talking <laughs> oh, about Well, you're seven? special. You, you probably get more than most people, but, um, <laughs> I that. you know, like, I, I will you know, I was very um, jaded by the stereotypes, so to speak, of what being um, a CrossFit athlete meant. Um, she certainly filled the uh, role as far as being um, in great shape. Um, she continuously tried to tell me that it was for everyone, that there was no minimum athletic level required, which just to be clear on my athletic level, I have I have no high school. So you're pretty low on the athlete level. I'm, I'm way low. On We're gonna have you level. throw a, a baseball here in a minute. <laughs> okay, well I played softball oh, in see, high school, okay, you got that. but I mean my all of my high school and college athletic endeavors were social based. Mm -hmm. I mean that's was just something fun. I was never really thing. good yep. at particular, I mean, I was good enough, but not great, that kind of thing. So, um, you know, by the time I was a junior and senior in high school, I, I mean, I was um, a competitive cheerleader at my high school, but it's not like it is now. So mm -hmm. it, there was not a lot of conditioning. We were good um, and we competed well, but not to the same level that we're talking. A lot of cheerleaders are performing now. But, and in college, I like, most of my exercise involved walking to class or to the party. Nice. Or the bicep curls. Yeah, it's well bounced curls. Well bounced so, curls. I love it. Um, you know, I had dabbled in some uh, videos and I had done some training sessions at Gold's and at Lifetime. Um, nothing really that I ever found and continued more than a few months. Mm -hmm. um, so I was always back and forth. And, and the same with my nutrition and dieting. I was always finding something else, you know, I had three kids in three years, and so that does things to your mind and your body, but, um, so anyway, she, she got me here, I remember very vividly my first class, um, meeting you, Cameron, walking around the, uh, old facility, chatting about, uh, you know, what my hopes were, or what I thought I would get from CrossFit, yeah. um, I guess I've been inspired by big birthdays in the past, so right before I turned 25, I decided that running the Marine Corps Marathon should be something I should do. Yeah, so cool. I you trained. ran the Marine Corps Marathon? Okay, well, run is like strong You word. did the Marine Corps Marathon? Even just doing it. I like... did complete the Marine Corps Marathon, yes. So you have somebody that's right cool. before, awesome. Yeah, right before I turned 25. So here I was getting close to my 40th birthday, and CrossFit seemed like that kind of big jump. Yeah. So I loved my first class. I felt 
very out of shape, but also very motivated. Um, we did on-ramp, and I, love, I, I found that I loved the barbell. Um, I think it's still my favorite part. I could leave the wads behind, but I know they're the thing that... Yeah, they they're the thing I need exactly. the most. <laughs> Just the thing I would leave behind, I guess, if I could. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've strayed now from the question. No, no, no. Um, I, I think this is a great way of what we are trying to do with this Yeah, I, I think that's learning great, learning more too. about you. <laughs> Because um, you kind of set the example, too, just to kind of jump in really quick. Like, people look at that challenge of starting CrossFit, and they can either do two things. They can look at it, be intimidating, and shy away from it, and never do it. Or they can do the opposite, which is exactly what you did. You embrace that challenge, and you let it motivate you, and, and drive you to sign up for on-ramp, and, and be here now after, what, almost two years of CrossFit? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love hearing that. Very cool. What else you got for this easy uh, question? I, I, oh, I'm okay. still waiting for... You want one of my you questions? you had, had friends at a barbecue... What would oh, you say yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's so, right. So, you know, um, I, I will say I have recruited a number of people mm -hmm. to join here, my husband being one. Yeah, we love uh, him. Manish being Manish. another. I don't He's know if we can say we love Manish. No, well. I'm just kidding. I love Mr. Manish. He's a good guy. Um, so Your kids. I feel, yes, all my, yes, my kids love it here. Um, so I feel like, you know, I'm like, if I can do CrossFit, anybody, anybody can mm -hmm. come in and do CrossFit. I mean, really, when I started, I was not just modifying the wad. I was extremely modifying the wad. Reps were being modified. Weights were being modified. Sometimes entire movements were being modified. But I never left here without getting a great workout. And I have seen significant progress from zero to the first year, first year to the second year. Um, my first open had a deadlift. It was the one we repeated this mm -hmm. year. Oh, I actually haven't. I didn't do that one. We were out of town, so I'm Eugene and I planning on hitting an open gym to redo that just so we can have a benchmark for that. But um, I remember I was like, "There's no way I'm going to deadlift 95 pounds," and I did, and I did it a number of times. And so that was probably four or five months into um, crossfitting, and then I know that my three rep max last time we tested is like 165. Mm -hmm. So all of, I mean, I think we did thrusters this week. I can remember doing a thruster workout where I only used the 15 pound training bar when we were at yeah. the old what location. Did you and I mean, this workout I did 45. Yeah. Um, progress. Yeah, <laughs> progress. I mean, I say I mean, all the time, maybe steps. So. Kind of a high rep um, workout that one. You've kind of embodied the patience it takes to make progress, too. It's something that you, we just said. You, you measure it in years and months, not days and weeks, and you've kind of embraced that, and that's what's made you super successful in the gym, I think. Yeah, I mean, I was really looking to create a uh, healthy habit of working out. Um, I had done it in short bursts a couple of times, but when my one-year anniversary hit, I was like, oh, my gosh, and now it's been two years, and I feel like I've blinked. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it's been really fun, and now... You know, I did the Thanksgiving throwdown last year, which was a huge step mentally for me. Um, I mean, but it helps too, like when you have friends and you're, you know, you make more friends at the gym when your uh, significant other is on board and interested. I think that for us, that's that's a driving force for both of us. Mm -hmm. um, Are you doing Thanksgiving throwdown this year? I am. Yeah. Nice. Two years in a row. Me and Christy Lynn will yeah. be there. I like my, it. Uh, my question to kind of go off that too. You said um, it's nice to have your your significant other in your corner backing you up. Was there any moment early on in that where Eugene, 
he was like you initially. He was like, yeah, you know, CrossFit, you're all crazy, you're all crazy. How did you battle that, and how did you get him to jump in, uh, jump on board, finally? Um, I did not have to battle Eugene. Um, I did, um, I did, it did take me over a year to convince my brother that this would be That's something right, he yeah. would be interested in. He's, he's dealing with an injury right now, but um, he did eventually come and try it out. Um, you know, and my brother is an athlete and, and did, you know, compete um, at a, high, you know, a higher level, like at college and things like that. So um, it took him a little while to think that his older non-elite athlete sister might yeah. know what she's talking about. But I think that with the consistency I showed, he, he felt, okay, like this is something worth giving a try. Plus, Eugene loved it. So Eugene's always really supportive. Um, and I think that we both knew we had to... We wanted to do something, and this was not a girly thing, and it wasn't too manly for me either. Girly, I haven't. I know. I like it. Well, I mean, you know, like step classes at like. No, I get it. I never thought about spin classes. I mean, he wasn't going to be going to a spin class with me. No. Yeah, I've never thought about it on the sense of of um, a female starting or or a wife or a spouse, spouse, a wife starting, and then. The significant other, the husband's sitting there thinking it might be too girly. Yeah. Right. Um, I've never looked at it that way. Yeah, I've never seen. I've never seen the other side of that coin. Like it's always too intense, too intimidating. Yeah. Do this, do that. Well, right. And I mean, I think that he didn't think that I was doing something too manly. Right. Right. You know, so it was a good fit, and um, <clears throat> we both can compete at our Excellent. levels. I mean, obviously, he lifts. A lot more than I right. do, um, but we both needed some. We both needed something in this fit. Both this. I think that's one of the great things is that not only does it fit different athletic levels, but it's for men, it's for women, it's for younger, it's for older. I mean, some of my some of the women that I work out with here um, are in the next age group above me, and I am very inspired by their work mm-hmm. and to know that they've been doing it for ten years and that they have minimal injuries and. Um, a lot of them are, you know, running marathons with their kids or whatever, all kinds of inspiring I'll, things. I'll be walking that marathon. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Bobby, when he did his marathon, it kind of motivated me, but, like, just the thought of doing anything for three to four hours. It's not for five hours. I, I, I would, I, when I finished, I said I, I was Never done running, like, pretty much, like, I'm done that. running. Yeah. For life. Forever. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so I'll you guys get into a short lap, that is like the extent <laughs> That's of huge. my running. I love that. Uh, I like it. What's your other question there, big man? Yeah, I think um, you kind of touched on it a little bit. You know, we kind of talked about it early on too. I know in our on-ramp, you know, there was this initial kind of fear from everybody um, about getting bulky, right? And and getting too big and muscular and and I think a lot of that comes from what we see on on TV the CrossFit games and stuff like that obviously those that are the epitome of CrossFit but um how did you feel did you feel like CrossFit was going to make you bulky and how did you work around that in your progress and in the gym and everything and now how do you feel about that idea that notion well first the intense amount of discipline it takes to get bulky is rare it's, it's hard to try to explain it's that to people, unique. too. Oh, I'm going to get bulky. Nah, Are not. there some people out there that add muscle more easily than others? Yes, I'm sure that there are, but I do not think that's the normal. Right. Um, I think that when I even noticed I had muscles was probably a solid year in, and I don't think that – I think that more my body shape 
changed, then my body size changed. Um, so um, I currently feel like all my muscles are currently a little camouflaged, and I would like to see some more of them. That's, That's a different kind of discipline <laughs> that I'm still working on. Um, what I put in my mouth every day. Um, but no, 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 no. How I it's Thanksgiving how I and Christmas. I love the holidays. My body. Um, so you know, no, I didn't worry about that because I, I didn't, I didn't think that. It, and the examples of women around me who were quote unquote muscular. I, I thought that was, I mean, I was like, yeah, if I can get to that place, that'll be really She was going to say, she thought yeah. that was hot. It, it, yeah, it, 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 I heard that coming out of her mouth. I'm going to finish that statement for um, everybody. I just think that when you see people, when when people are out and they're like, oh, look at that girl, she's, that's like she's too jacked. much. Yeah. Yeah. That's too much. I'm like, uh, well, she's made a decision right. to work that hard. Exactly. And so we should applaud her, the discipline, well, I, and like you know, her choice doesn't have anything to do with your choice. So I, I think you see right that there. in today's world of of jealousy and intimidation. Like, oh, you know, Cameron took his shirt off. Look at his six pack over there. It's not a high five. It's like, oh man. Yeah, there's a lot of that, and I think yeah. that's the negativity that we have in today's world. I, I totally sure. agree, and, and there is a lot of that. And comparison is the thief of joy. Whatever you want to say about it, it's it's a, it's frustrating, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't let that discourage you, because it, ultimately, like you said, it's. That's the exception, not the rule. Those, yeah. those jacks physiques, yeah. they spend all day trying to get them like that. So, so I'm going to segue into a little something else along those lines is that I'm raising a gymnast. Yeah. Um, I'm raising a young woman who, if she sticks this path, will be muscular. I mean, she is muscular for her age. She is eight. She um, has what, what solid legs. and we're, we, She does. Um, she competes in Excel. She's a bronze level. Just a little bit different than the regular levels. Okay, yeah. I don't, so, so you're going to have to explain that. Okay, okay. It's a little less intense um, than level gymnastics. Um, because her competitive level, like her mental competitiveness is is not at that level. But she, um, you know, she has strong legs and a uh, strong butt. And, you know, they are conditioning a couple of times a week. And so in a year's time, you know, she, she showed muscles. So for me to bring her here, for her to be a part of Friday Night Lights, to see performances by um, not just um, elite athletes like Melina or Kate or uh, Meredith or whoever, but also to see a wide age range of women competing, those those are twofold for me. So um, you know, I constantly try to give really positive body talk. Um, I try not to say I'm dieting. I try to say I'm, I'm feeding myself the things I need um, to feel the best. Um, so, it, and it's hard, like, because I catch myself a lot um, with not necessarily negative things, but just just changing my, my words mm -hmm. to be more positive. Do you think that is a generational upbringing? From how, like, so, I mean, I have two girls, too, and we try to be as positive as possible as well. I'm just thinking back of how when we were growing up, because we're roughly, we're only five years apart, <laughs> almost four, um, things were just different for, for you and I, yeah. right? And I'm just wondering, do you think that's a generational thing or not? I do think there's some of it that is definitely generational. I will say that I was raised by a woman who constantly made me feel good about my body that's and awesome. constantly made me feel beautiful um, and... So I, 
I do not suffer from any uh, lack of self-confidence. No. <laughs> Which may also go into why I thought it would be perfectly fine to start CrossFit from nothing, from literally sitting on the couch and then, like, CrossFitting the next day. Um, so there is a lot of it that's generational. I do think that there are still... Um, the, the bulky thing, I think, is more of a generational than, like, the... No, I think it's great. I think everybody should be happy with how they look and internally and and externally and I think that's a really tough thing that we as coaches, owner, manager, whatever we see it, we try to explain that to people, but I'm I don't know if that's always well always received correctly. Yeah. It's such a it's such a personal thing, you know, this whole concept of, of, of body image and what social media and everything kind of portrays that you should look like. But I mean I think uh, we're in the trenches as coaches and, and as members here we're battling that stigma, like, own it, own what you look like, how you feel, as long as you're doing something to improve and just break the status quo of unhealthy living in America, it's a, it's an epidemic, unfortunately, we're yeah. doing our best. Yeah, I think you guys do a really great job, and I think that overall, I constantly see people coming to you guys for um, support and advice, um, I think nutrition challenges have brought people that side of things, and more knowledge, uh, more ability to really investigate what makes them feel better. Um, I certainly, like, after two years here and, and Nutrition Challenges, started, you know, finding my own podcasts and other things to listen to that educate me. And I don't think that I would necessarily have had it. I would totally still be doing whatever the fad diet was of the day. Absolutely without keto. this. Keto, yeah. Yeah, keto or, Atkins. I don't know, eating cabbage soup. Or I don't even know, like... Intermittent fat, like all that stuff. All it's all, all the fat. And, and, and I think that there's like some redeemable things from sure. some of these things. Yeah. And I think everybody's body is unique. I mean, I do think, you know, calories in, calories out. But like, every, like I do think that people might be better off with more of something than something else. Good calories, bad calories, all that. Yeah. 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 And, and You got to um, find what works best for you. For and it's, sure. yes. And it's like a tinkering, you know, like it's, it's figuring out the right and I think one of the best things about CrossFit is you're not just exposed to what goes on in these doors. You just said it. It's kind of opened your eyes to other podcasts, other things. It, it makes you a more informed um, consumer, for lack of a better word. You're consuming all this content. It's up to you to see what works best and get to explore with that. Absolutely. And I think that's the community aspect yep. because uh, when I went to Lifetime, I didn't talk to anybody else unless it was the friend I planned to meet there. Um, I did do some of their courses that um, were like small group, personal small group training, um, but I didn't get that. Did I didn't you find get those this as like same. A sizing you up type thing every time you went into those. Um, I, yes, yes. I mean, like I think I had a coach ask one time if anybody knew what their body fat percentage was and was it above or below some number. Um, I worked with a personal trainer. Like when I was young, I mean when I was like 25, 26, 27, who I was like, I know that this squat machine is going to hurt my back and I really don't want to do it. And he really insisted that I did and I didn't walk well for several days. Yeah. So, I mean, I have experienced some of the other side of this and in two years have never experienced anything like that here. Um, you know, and I can't speak for any other CrossFit gyms because I don't think I've worked out at any of the other I, I guess we're doing Scared. something right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so. so, you know, um, 
just like I would love to have a pull-up. It's been two years. I'm kind of like, how do I not have a pull-up? But it's one of those things you have to work on. I am grateful for the advice to not kip, to learn to do a strict pull-up before you do those other things. Um, my mom has had surgery on both shoulders due to arthritis and things like that. But I'm like, oh, like you don't really realize how much you need your shoulders until they hurt. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I managed, I think, to be 99% injury-free. Um, Keep that going here. Yeah. Let me knock on wood. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Let me ask you this. So I know we talked a lot about CrossFit and, and perception and how you came through. What do you like to do other than CrossFit? What makes what make what makes Kelly happy? What 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 are some other hobbies you like? Joy. Mm. Like for me, it's I like hiking, and it doesn't have to be physical. Yeah. It could be reading. Cameron likes to read. Oh, um, you know, the things that I have loved to do um, up until 30 and the things I've loved to do since 30 um, have been an interesting, like, melding together. I absolutely adore watching my children perform. Um, I love their games, uh, Delaney's meets, um, the boys both wrestle, so I, I love that um, aspect. I love, um, you know, Eugene and I are lucky. We have some really good friends that we've had since high school and since college that we're still able to hang out with pretty regularly. Our kids grew up together. So those are the things that, like, really fill my cup. Um, our weekends are so busy. I can't even, I mean, Eugene loves to ride his bike. I don't think I have a thing quite like that. I have gotten back to reading. It's taken me, I've taken a number of years off because that didn't fit into the schedule so well. Um, I don't, this is, um, you know, Cameron said like something people don't know about you. This isn't like a cool thing or anything, but like I hardly watch any TV. Like I do not watch TV. That is a cool thing. Eugene wow. watches TV. I watch and so TV. I watch TV with him, but like when he- You don't have like a show. He travels every single weekend. When he is gone, I do not turn on the TV. Wow, that's awesome. So my, I mean, I watch college football. That that would be my. So that's your thing that people don't know about you. You don't watch TV. Yeah. I I, I'm, I'm a pretty open book. No, I like it. Cameron, and... do you have something that people don't know about you? Uh, no, not that I can think of. I'm pretty transparent. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really hiding much. <laughs> well, like my, my like when I wrote this question out, mine is like I really love a rainy or oh. snowy day. Well, I, can, I, I don't like know. I can, and yeah. like, are you talking hidden talents? No, just no. some yeah. people fun facts. I like to cook. I love to cook. Once yeah. a week, I make a nice dinner um, for my fiance. Yeah, that's it. Jeez. What are you doing on a snowy rainy day, Ryan? Uh, to be honest with you, if it's a snowy day, I will get up at like if it snows in the middle of the night, mm -hmm. I'll get up at like two in the morning. And I will drive wherever I want by myself and just go. Put the dog in sometimes. I would get a hot cup of coffee and a blanket and not leave my couch. Yeah, no, I like to. I'm like, up with you. You like, to, you like to adventure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm Explore. safer and cozier inside. I'm with you. I'm with you. No, I'll rain. get that. Rain, also, if it's like a summer rainy day, I'll go out and just mess around in the rain. So we grew up always watching the thunderstorms. So like my mom would open the garage doors. And That's we would, what we would do. Yeah, yeah high five that. We would sit there like, damn, oh shit, look at that one. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I love a good thunderstorm, yeah. especially at the beach. That's pretty yes, cool too. Yes, yes, so, the ones that move through. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I meant of 
I, yeah, I kind. I mean, I, I took it a different way. I was like thinking hidden talents. You know, like I can I, touch my tongue to my nose. Yeah, the <laughs> elbow, all that stuff. I have zero hidden talents. <laughs> zero. Um, I think that this is a great segue too, because you kind of talked about all the stuff that you are are busy with. You know, watching your children perform and that sort of thing, and and so you're involved in the school quite a bit too, right? What yeah. would you say to those people who are like, "There's no way I can fit in CrossFit in my schedule." You come to the gym what three times a week? Yes. What's your secret? Give us the secret. Break it down for people who are making excuses as to why they can't get in here. I mean, I'm not sure that I am the spokesperson on this topic. <laughs> um, you know, I, I mean, I will say I, ha I had to make choices. I did have to make choices. And so, you know, some of that comes, though, too, with my kids getting older and being able to take on more responsibility. But it was just a matter of making myself a priority, in my case. Um, there are still a billion things I could be doing if I wasn't coming here, but I also recognize that in 10 or 20 years, I could be spending all of that time at the doctor's office. Wow. Or, you know, having my kids take care of me instead of being able to enjoy their kids in 20 years. Um, so it may feel like a sacrifice or something that's hard to fit in now, but I think the long-range payoff um, will will be worth it. And, you know, I guess in some ways, like, my house isn't as clean as it used to be, but, like, that's fine. Yeah, that's what you, you got know? Like, kids for. Yeah. <laughs> Cameron um, don't know that world yet. I can't wait. Hey, guys, we're doing chores today. Chores day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm sitting here on the couch. Yeah, but all the, this, yeah. this, this, and this. But all the more work they do, that just leaves more time for me to do things, too. I mean, like, chores. So, um, so for me, it, it's more about making the time um, and fitting it in and knowing that my health is a priority for us as a family in the long run. That's I such a, I love that viewpoint. Like, so many people are so short-sighted living in the here and now, but you're thinking 20 years down the road. I love that. I also try to live, I mean, like, I think that I mostly live day to day. Yeah. I, I like to, like, my plans and schedules, other than vacation, are, are not too far out. And when I'm here, I'm here. Um, I'm not thinking about what I need to be doing or what I could be doing. Um, you know, every once in a while, I'll have to sacrifice a workout because other things, right? But for the most part, I try to, you know, a friend said this to me. She, I was like, how do you, like, fit it all in and, like, you know, doctor's appointments, taking the kids to the dentist. She's like, I just never schedule anything before 11 o'clock. I was like, oh, hmm. yeah, I guess that would do it, wouldn't it? I just scheduled everything in the afternoon. No, see, I, I'm totally on the other side of that. You like to well, get right. everything done. I'm like, dude, 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m., okay. 9 a.m. I can't, okay, well, first of all, I don't know that you'll ever see me in a 5 a.m. class. <laughs> I'm just I'm saying, like, I'm so few years away like by I'm noon, the solitary put the kids on the yeah, bus yeah. person. Yeah, <laughs> noon, 1 o'clock, I'm like, hmm. Time for that. I got other yeah. shit to do. Yeah. Like, I got two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to go see the snow, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, now I feel like it's this is just snowing. an attack on me. Just like, hey, dude, right, trust me. Oh, oh really? Like right I was outside the other night. I was like, is that a flurry? Is it flurry? Oh, oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. That's yeah. awesome. So, um, that's great. No, I, I think this is this has been really cool. It's it's good to get to know you on a different level. It's good to know how your journey was to get to cross with PR star. Um, if you guys don't know the coach she's talking about, her name is Nellie. She's no longer with us because she moved to El Paso. Teardrop. Um, it's awesome to know that you have not only encouraged Eugene, but uh, your good friend Manish, your brother, your kids. 
Um, anybody else you want to throw on that train? There's a guy named Brian. We haven't seen oh, him in a little while. Yeah, Brian's taking some time off. Yeah, right. get him back in here. <laughs> he's, um, listening. Maybe. he's listening. Come on back in, Brian. Oh, she's going to share this with all of us. Yeah, friends. there you go. Hey, you guys are going to have the biggest listenership you've ever yes, had. Yes, we can't wait. Like is that a word? Did I make that up? No, listenership is good. I, okay. I think we're about due for a sponsor, too, for this podcast. <laughs> um, I do have one more question before we end it. I stole this from Tim Ferriss. you listen to his podcast? Um, I know who he is. I okay. Know if I listen to his At the end podcast. of each show, he kind of asks the question. Um, you can give, you have one billboard, giant billboard. Everybody sees it as they race by on the highway. You can put anything you want on that billboard. What is the message that you want to send to people? Oh. Yeah, deep, right? I'm going to ask you the same question after she's done. Um, I would say something to the effect, because I don't think I'm making this quite as precise as a billboard would need to be, but um, you are your best advocate, and if you don't advocate, advocate for your own health, no one else will. Damn. So be your number one fan. Yeah. A lot of fun. That's good. That's good. good. Take care of you first. That makes all the other stuff easier to take care of. Yes. Listen to that. And it's hard. And this is hard for most women. Mm -hmm. This this is... You think it's harder for for women, men, or everyone? I think it's hard for everyone, but I think in my experience, Mm -hmm. in my house, in my family, the women traditionally take on that role. I'm actually in agreement with you. I was just asking. No, I mean, I don't work. And there's a reason why I don't work. My husband travels three days a week. It would be complicated. Not not impossible. It could definitely be done. But this is a choice we've made as a family. And and so part of my role and my job is to take care of everybody. It's also something I like to do, but I've also suffered. It's that mock role. Master of chaos. Master of chaos. That's right. That's right. I like that. Be your biggest fan. Ryan, so what are your billboards? What's your billboard? Mine would just be be kind. Like awesome. there's so much negativity out there. Just treat everybody like your best friend. The world would be so awesome. Yes, and See, if you're taking care of yourself first, you have all this kindness to give out. Give so like mine sounds negative now. Oh, what is it? Evolve or die. Evolve or die. I like that. That's I mean, great. It's no, aggressive, but I like you're saying be kind and be nice. I'm just like evolve or die. I'm like, never no, stop working. Great. That's the yeah. same thing. Progress. The same. They are all like different ways of saying the same kind of thing. Mine's simple. Evolve or die. Evolve or die. You're either moving on. Move or get out the way. I agree. That's I like it. That's good. Change is hard. So evolve or die is a good one. I like it. Embrace it. So we all are gonna take each other's billboards. Yep. I'm gonna gonna apply it to ourselves. Oh, I was gonna actually apply hers. You apply mine and then you're gonna apply Cameron's. Okay. Awesome. All right. That's good right. stuff. Hey guys, I feel like that was a successful first. I am so glad that I had this great idea. <laughs> well, That's like a podcast you, two listen, years ago. This idea was not original to you, Ryan. Uh, you got it from somebody else. I'll give you that. Listen, I'll give you- if you ain't stealing, you ain't trying. Evolve <laughs> or die. Evolve <laughs> or die. I took his concept and made it better. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Do you have anything you want to say before we head out? Yes. Shout out to my 930 and 1030 peeps. Oh, boy. Thank yeah. you. We're going to get a fight over there. We, go. we didn't get an evening versus our morning. Where's our Guys, I have like plenty more content. Yeah, we'll have more like, of Are these. the elite athletes also going to be like, how come you didn't get somebody who's a real athlete on here? You are a real athlete. Probably. Yeah, okay. Fucking Bobby. Well, there's time Bobby. for everything. You know, Bobby is the worst. This is the first. This so is shout the first out one. to them and thanks thanks to my, my husband for always being supportive. Awesome. Love that. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. Thanks, um, guys. Yeah. Tune in next time. We'll have another uh, normal edition of the podcast, and then we're going to pick it back up with some guests after that. Right, Ryan? That's our goal. Yeah. Alternate. Kelly, do you have any suggestions on guests? You can tell us when we get on. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk All right. We'll see you all later. Peace.